0: You're listening to the Mind Your Own Dog Business Podcast. I'm your host, leading expert in dog business strategist, Kristen Lee. Guys, get ready for your journey, your journey to cutting edge marketing and sales, creating a standout kick-ass dog business brand, along with mastering your mindset that's going to smash all of those glass ceilings that have been holding you back and catapult your dog business to the next level with actionable steps you can take right away. We're going to empower you. We're going to grow you as you step into your authentic self, not only as a dog trainer, dog walker, or whatever slice of the pet industry you find yourself in, but as that badass entrepreneur. My mission is to disrupt the current norm, cut through the noise, cut through the bullshit, and empower the incredible women of the dog business industry to step into the spotlight, reclaim control, and transform not only their businesses, but their lives. It's real it's raw it's uncensored and it's what this dog business industry needs let's do this guys Welcome to the new motherfucking decade of the Mind Your Own Dog Business Podcast. Oh my God, guys, welcome to 2020 to all my listeners out there. I hope you had an amazing, amazing holiday season and you are going into the year of dog training, the year of dog walking, pack hiking, pack walking with a refreshed outlook and knowing you all have the power and the action to change your fucking businesses for good to support you to build sustainability and stability and to really fucking step into your passion, into your power for 2020. Guys, I am so stoked for today's episode. You know why? Because I got a I got a confession. I'm being a sneaky little fucking bitch with this episode because it's the top three things I just gave all of our clients, the grassroots dog business school to focus on for 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I talked about it yesterday to them in a live coaching session. And I was like, you know what? I think my podcast listeners can use these top three things as well. Now, I always say things like it's like so menial, but these are legit top three things and strategies that I want every single one of you guys to take massive notes on because these are game changers and it might seem, and you're probably thinking like, oh my God, these are going to be super fucking complicated. I got to learn sales. I got to do this. I got to learn how to uh, have different marketing systems and funnels and all that crazy shit, right? No, no. No, these three items that I'm gonna have you guys focus on in this episode are super simple to implement. I mean, you guys can start doing this shit as soon as you finish listening to this episode. You can start planning this out. Now, I know a couple episodes ago I talked about goals, so it might be worth your while to go listen to the goals episode and take some notes on there. And then from the goals episode, Focus on the top three things I'm about to hand deliver to you on a motherfucking platinum bitch platter, guys. Oh my God. Super exciting. I am like, I'm like super bubbly right now. I'm like, yes, I love, okay, confession. I am a business geek. I am a business motherfucking nerd. Guys, I... I I can talk business all day; it's ridiculous, and I just love it. It just makes me so excited, and I'm super excited for this episode. But on a really quick, serious note, first things first: I want to send my love and my support to all of my Aussie listeners out there, and just letting you guys know, you are my thoughts, you are my vibes, and you have my fucking support. So if you guys ever need anything personally, reach out to me at Kristen at Dog Walker Coach. If I don't answer, my assistant will answer and we will get you guys hooked up with something so we can support you, we can help you out in whatever you need. And then also to I just want to turn this back around to my listeners here in the podcast as well. I know you guys in the States and even out of the States are feeling hopeless because we are seeing these incredible images of devastation and It's almost like there's helplessness because Australia seems so far away. And I have to tell you guys, you are not helpless. You can support our Aussie mates over there. You can support your fellow Aussie dog trainers, your fellow dog walkers, pet minders over in Australia. And the way you can support them is by... Your donations, and even if you're not at a place you can donate, I encourage you. I encourage you to share the links I have below in the podcast show notes. This way, more eyes can get on it, and the more we can get eyes on it, the more people are going to donate. There is the way we can help them, and we can show them support, whether it's financial donation, even if it's a dollar, or even just sharing the links below. Because, guys, I can't even fathom. The loss, the devastation of not only people but the wildlife. Over 500 million animals have been wiped out, guys. It's just incredibly devastating. And let's all band together. Let's all help, help, and stand for humanity in Australia and for the animals too. I've I've listed a couple links. One is for the Royal Fire Fire Service in New South Wales. Um, not to get political. I I, am not hundred percent sure on this fact. I'm not stating as a fact, but I believe most of their fire service is not funded. It's volunteer. So if we can help those dedicated, those brave as fuck firefighters that are putting their lives on the line to save communities, that would be absolutely fucking amazing. I've also included links to help, uh, Aboriginals for a GoFundMe. Also, there is a GoFundMe for the Port, and again, I apologize on the pronunciation of this, the Port McEnquire Koala Hospital. I know the koalas, I believe about 30% are not even left or 30% of the koala population, which is already vulnerable, has been wiped out. So go help them out. Go share these links. And then the RSPCA of New South Wales too. They are providing amazing support for dog owners and pet all pet owners um, in New South Wales to help them with evacuation. So go check out the links, show your support by donation, or just share them across different social media. And yeah, guys, Australians we're with you. My drone business, Grassroots stands behind you and just let us know, send us a DM, send us an email of how we can support you during this time too as well. All right, so let's hop into the top motherfucking three things for every dog business owner to focus on for 2020. Now guys, I don't care what you do as a dog business owner. If you're a dog trainer, you're a dog walker, pack hiker, pack uh pack walker, hello to my pack walkers on the West Coast, by the way, sending you love, especially a certain person out there who just joined grassroots, ah, bitches, yeah. Uh, but these top three things are the three exact things uh, three ha- exact things, and I say things like so imperfect. I'm like these are the three things, but these are the top three strategies that all of our grassroots students are doing a really heavy focus on. We're about to actually pop into some 2020 planning, and I am super fucking stoked to bring them to you. So the first thing, guys, we're getting right into it right now. The first thing that you should be focused in as a dog trainer, dog walker, pet sitter, or whatever you want to call yourself, is your business brand identity. Okay, business brand identity, showing up, okay, showing up, taking action versus talking, and showing up in all your fucking glory as that expert. Because guys, I got to tell you, the one thing I see so many people not doing is showing up with authority and expertise with all of your blood, sweat, and tear, sweat equity in there. All right, guys, you guys are the motherfucking experts, okay? And I want you, I want all of you bitches to show up and influence and authority, okay, guys? Do it by creating a super strategic brand identity. Stop hiding behind the logos, okay? Sometimes we have to look and take an honest look. Does my brand need to mature? Because if you've been in business for a while and you have a really rock and roll in business, sometimes, and when I see this type of stuff, our brand identity doesn't match the maturity level, right? And if you are having issues where, and this is not for everybody, I get this, this is very polarizing, you're probably getting really pissy with me saying this. But if you're having a problem with people taking you seriously and not valuing you as the ex- expert you are, take a fucking look of what your visual identity is showing. So if you're like happy puppy dog kisses and love and things like that, cool. That's you. That's particular clients, okay? If that's what resonates with you, that's what who you are. If it's all love and cartoon characters, great. Great. But if you're a fucking serious business owner, if you charge a really decent amount of money and you provide a life-changing transformational service, take a motherfucking look of how you are showing up, okay? Now, one thing too is guys, when you step into your authority, when you step into your badassery, when you step into being um, beyond the business, not just having a business, but also realizing this is a fucking brand. Stop hiding behind your logos, guys. I know it's tough. I know the dog training climate can be volatile. However, by worrying what other people are fucking doing and thinking about your business is not serving your brand. Your brand is to focus. Your brand is to focus on the dog owners, not what dog trainer A is doing up the road, not what dog trainer B is doing or what methodology they have, not what dog walker C is doing or worrying about if they're going to copy you or not. All right, guys. So focus on your motherfucking clients through your business identity. All right, and stop considering yourself. This is a huge one, guys, especially when it comes to your brand identity. Stop considering yourself as just the dog trainer, just the dog walker, just this, because that's commodity. That's commodity. And you guys aren't fucking a commodity-based business. If you're a commodity-based business, you'd be a fucking subcontractor for WAG or Rover. By the way, I have a really good episode about that coming up. But go beyond just the business, guys. Go beyond just the business. all right? but showing up as a brand, showing up loud, fucking proud. Now, if you're an introvert, I'm not saying go be like, go do like bro marketing. Like, yeah, we're the best bra and all that type of shit. No, but stand into your authority, stand into your Values, right? If you have specific values that you fully hold to true to your heart, like for example, if you are committed to providing a community service, meaning like your clients are quote unquote your community, great. Fucking have that show up in your brand. Have that show up wherever else you show up online, for your website, for Instagram, or whatever. If you work with dogs that are fucking assholes, incorporate that shit into your brand. But connect, guys. Connect, connect, connect. That's a huge thing. This is where it's going to be a game changer. Understand what your brand's... What your brand's clients are stories are telling about you. Okay, this is a huge one. I'm gonna actually be creating a brand story thing uh, for everybody in the next couple of weeks. But half the time, we don't even know what our clients' stories, what clients' stories they're telling about your business. All right. Now, it doesn't mean the stories are like, oh, they're the best dog walker in the company. No, no, that's not a story. That's just their opinion. All right, guys. So show up as your brand identity. Just don't classify yourself as a business. Your business is a fucking brand. All right. The second thing, guys, the second thing, this is huge, huge. This was huge for grassroots students, by the way. Financial wellness. What? Now, I'm not just talking about raising your rates or doing this or doing that. You know how to raise your rates. Go fucking listen to that episode months ago, Furiously raising your rates. I can't even pronounce it because I'm so hyped right now. But overall, having financial wellness, not just surviving, but also creating wealth. And now when I talk about wealth, I'm not talking about just having six or seven figures in the bank, but knowing where you are at financially. I cannot tell you how many dog business owners that I connect with. I'm like, "Okay, cool. You know, one of the conversations uh conversation points we have is like, "All right, where are you at with your finances?" If you don't have a clear picture of where you're at on a monthly, weekly, quarterly, yearly basis, guys, there's something going on. Now, that also being said, I'm going to be doing a coach's corner episode about financial wellness. I believe it's going to be coming out this week. But don't leave all your financial wellness and your financial planning to a CPA, to an accountant, okay? Understand how your finances are working for you. Understand what assets you have. Understand what liabilities you have, all right? Another thing, too, is prioritizing your sales as your financial wellness, all right? So here's the thing, and this is the conversation I had yesterday, and this is why it pinged to me to actually do this episode with you guys, is... As entrepreneurs, all right, let's 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 have a real story time, really quick, or a real talk, really quick. As entrepreneurs, we have this gift, and it's this double-edged sword. It's like a gift and a curse too. I want to say, well, it's not really a curse, but it's a gift. As entrepreneurs, we are able to make as much fucking money as we want. I'm just gonna lay it out in the line there. As entrepreneurs, we're able to make as much money as we want. So for example, if you want to go to Richard Branson's, if you get invited to Necker Island and it's 60K, you should be able to seamlessly pull some shit together and get the cash flowing for that. Now, if you are just tight-necked and you are fucking surviving, there is most likely a inconsistency in your financial wellness, whether that is the way you're handling your sales the way uh, the clients that are coming into you, your program design, your program offers, your pricing, all right? So what you need to do, guys, if you are struggling to have a couple extra bucks in the bank, fucking prioritize your sales process 100%. Like you do not need to be more boots in the ground offering more services. This is a huge thing. I think I might even do an, an extra episode the answer to more money in your business is not more services. It's prioritizing your fucking sales process. It's prioritizing connecting to the people that resonate with your brand. You see where I'm going with this, guys? And understanding and having conscious awareness. Now, not like subconscious awareness where the law of attraction. like I believe in the law of attraction naturally, but having a conscious understanding of your biz, your business finances and your personal finances. I have to tell you, it was so funny. I'm going to tell you a super quick story. A couple weeks ago, I get a certified letter from Wells Fargo. (laughs) I like, I get a knock on the door from the the, our our mail person, and it's a letter that I have to sign. I'm like, oh fuck, and like, I literally have just paid off about a half a million dollars worth of debt from student loans. I I have a private Ivy League uh, master's degree that I had a lot of debt from, and I'm like, fuck, I'm like, what the hell is this from Wells Fargo, and. I have all my bills on auto payment, especially my car payments. And it was a letter from Wells Fargo saying, stop paying us. You have paid us too much money. And because I just had things on auto payment with my, my car loan at that time, <laughs> I literally was paying for six months to a car payment. And because the address to where my car payment was going to, was my business address, my business office address, I wasn't getting the letters. So if I had that conscious awareness around where my money was going each month versus like, okay, money in money out, I would have been golden that would have been an extra like 3k in my pocket over the last couple months. And it's funny and I got the money back from Wells Fargo. Of course, they sent me a certified check. and They're like, stop sending us money, bitch. Like Kristen, Kristen motherfucking Lee, stop sending us money. We're going to start charging you because you're sending us too much money. But that's the thing, guys. Have a conscious awareness of where your money is going in and out. Now, I'm not all Dave Ramsey, like where you have to eat rice and beans and having like a scarcity mindset, when it comes to budgeting or whatever. Because again, we go back to the whole gift of being able to plan out our financials and have that kind of faucet to turn on the cash whenever you need. All right, and the next thing too, and this is a huge one, guys, and this is something that a lot of, business owners, especially dog trainers and dog walkers, don't plan for in their financial wellness is attrition. What is attrition? Attrition are people that drop, dogs that die, um, people that back out of programs, people that lose their jobs. Basically, anybody who's lose, who you're losing as business, even if they're on a break or whatever. Across the board, and any industry, and it, it's true, it is fucking true in the dog business industry too, I've been keeping data over the last three years, is there is a flat 30, it's about 29 to like 30 32.1% of attrition for all the dog business owners. So when you're building your goals out, so like for example, if part of your goals is to make a half mil this year, plan for you know an attrition bank. So in case somebody does drop, it's not gonna have you scrambling for cash or you're not gonna be like, oh my God, I need to go make up uh, the money for this person that just dropped out of my program. All right, guys, huge, huge, huge. And the last thing for financial wellness, this is another big one, and it is my goal to create epic awareness around this is the hustle crisis cycle that all dog business owners go through, okay? What that looks like is you, and this is especially true if you just say, for example, we talked about attrition just before. So December, you have maybe four people drop from your dog training program, or maybe your pack walking or day trading program. And it's a big financial blow. Just say it's like, i don't know maybe 10k a month for people if you have your programs at market rate that's valuing you and all of a sudden you have this huge gap so what happens you go into overdrive you go into marketing like mayhem to get people in and you're going on and on and on and mentally you're freaking the fuck out and you just go and 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 hope pray you know do ads do whatever to get people to fill in these roles okay and then what happens is because you're you're performing at a really high adrenalized rate in an act of survival, you start to crash, and it's it, it happens right. Our bodies are if you're consistently in a flight mode, you are um, a flight or flight mode. You are going to end up crashing, and then that's where burnout comes from. So you you hustle, you hustle, you hustle, and then when you get a couple people in, you are like, okay, I can finally fucking relax. And then it's like everything starts to downslide again. Like your content drops off, uh, you're not showing up consistently. You know your sales process kind of um, wavers a little bit. Maybe you're not getting back to people quickly in time or whatever. And then it starts all over again when the next attrition of people coming on. So it's a hustle crisis cycle. It's huge. I will link a picture of it because this is something that not only you guys aren't immune for it, all you dog trainers, all you dog walkers out there, but sometimes it happens to our grassroots students. And we like to get in front of it as soon as possible because you cannot consistently live in the hustle crisis cycle. And I firmly believe the hustle crisis cycle is the reason why so many people are burning out so quickly in the dog training industry. In the dog business industry. So, second thing is focus on your overall financial wellness, guys. Fucking epic. And then again, listen to the episode that's going to be probably after this on financial wellness. Now, the third and final thing to focus on, guys, to have the most epic and game changing dog business ever in 2020 and beyond is consistency. <sighs> now, I say this with a lot of love, a lot of intention, and a lot of strategy behind it. Consistency is not just basic bit shit. Just posting content to post content, post blog post to post blog post, post blog post or YouTube videos or whatever just to have eyes on the prize. But you want to be consistently showing up on all different points of contact, whether that is you're stronger on Instagram, right? Right? I'm not strong on Instagram. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I love my Instagram followers. I'm, I love them. But my focus is not on Instagram to grow my business. I have different sales processes. But if you have a really large following, show up. Tell them stories. Provide value beyond just uh, just what you do during the day. Show the fuck up in your content. Make connections through that. Same thing with Facebook. Same thing with TikTok, because I know a lot of people are going on TikTok. Same thing with uh, Twitter or whatever else you do. Now, I'm not saying go and spray your wad all over all different platforms, because that's not where it needs to be. But if you show up really well, and you are very fucking powerful on YouTube or video or whatever, fucking leverage your strength, but be consistent. Be consistent, stop the basic bitch sharing stuff just to get eyes on the prize. All right, I can't tell you how many people I see show up just to get eyes on their business. All right, your focus. When you are making connections, when you are quote unquote marketing your business is not to do one-sided marketing, provide value. Now it's not giving away all the details and how to do things because, you know, it is what it is. However, when you just do a blog, you just do a Facebook post and you share it a million times. It it looks spammy, but be consistent in your messaging. Know who you are talking to in your audience, all right? Don't worry. Again, it goes back to don't fucking do content to please other dog trainers or do content um, that's kind of, I want to say reserved because you're worried about what somebody else is going to be thinking of you, all right? Show up content for your ideal niche fucking client and be consistent about it don't let the hustle crisis cycle take over when somebody drops you're like oh my god i gotta fucking break out the content and be fucking crazy with the type of shit all right and plan strategically plan your content strategically guys you don't need to spend 80 motherfucking hours a week on planning your content Understand what you're going to be talking about, maybe make a theme for the month or whatever, and plan that shit out versus just like spray and pray or, you know, shit that doesn't resonate with your clients. But that also goes back to knowing who your niche is and consistently make a message for them, show up in storytelling, show up in messaging, stand, stand behind your authenticity, stand behind your brand, curate a brand experience, guys. And then also too, I mean, another thing that so many dog trainers are overlooking is have a CRM system, have an email system. Now, I'm not saying sell through fucking email, because that's, you're not going to get high value sales through email, Well, you can, but there's a whole other strategy around that. But you know, get an email list going, guys. You know, sometimes people aren't gonna be ready to purchase. So fucking get an email list. Nurture your motherfucking prospect your prospective clients through there. But don't spam them, guys. People don't like to be spam. And the next thing too is when it shows up consistently, remember. People are getting platform fatigued, especially dog owners. Oh, my God. There are so many dog trainers and dog walkers out there that are showing, okay, you have to do A, B, C, and D with your dog to be the pack leader or to be the best dog owner ever, right? And the the burnout from the social platforms and the that messaging, it's, it's causing fatigue and dog owners are starting to turn away from that. what dog owners want to see is real engaging comfor- uh, content not confirmation uh, they want to see real engaging content like that tells a story that shows them they're not alone and stuff all right guys it's huge it's fucking huge and one other thing too i want to put out there when you're creating content for the purposes of education, stop shaming dog owners. Like, stop that fucking shit. If you're consistently shaming dog owners for whatever else, like using a different choice of training methodologies or maybe potentially using a, a WAG service or a Rover sweat, sat service, shaming is not educational, guys fucking stop that shit like if I see a client that goes into that like they are the first motherfuckers that are cut from grassroots like I don't fucking tolerate that shit because shaming is not education but show up with your brand voice show up with your authenticity and make those connections consistently whatever platform you use don't just go and do it because it's the selfish reason of like oh my god I'm in the hustle crisis cycle because your prospective clients are not responsible for your hustle All right, guys, so just to kind of go back through that really quickly in summary, in summary, is show up in your brand identity. Remember, you are not just a business. Stop hiding behind your fucking business. Show the world yourself. Show the world who you fucking are, whether whatever quirks you have. But show up in your brand identity, okay. Have a strong brand identity. If you think about who I am, Kristen Fucking Lee. If you think about who my my brand identity is, very strong. You know, I have the Christ, Christian Louis batons. I have the fucking curse words. I have the I have the tattoos. But I also have that fucking Ivy League MBA behind my name. All right. So show up in your brand authentic, authentically, okay, and not somebody else's version of authentically. Show up in your own true authentic uh, voice, okay. Have financial wellness. Guys, I cannot stress that enough. Fucking take control of your finances. Stop avoiding them like they're a fucking STD, but know your financial wellness, your business finances, your personal finances. And I have to tell you, this is one other thing I'm gonna say that I forgot to mention. If you don't have a business bank account and you are just having cash go into your business and go out, you have to fucking change that immediately. Get with a business banker. And the third one is being consistent in whatever type. Of messaging you do. If it's Instagram, if it's Facebook, if it's Twitter, if it's LinkedIn, whatever you do, but be consistent, show up, create content that people give a flying fuck about, create content that is geared towards your dog owner clients. Don't worry about what other dog trainers or dog walkers are saying or if they're spying on your shit because chances are they're struggling and why should you give into their struggle too? All right, guys, so thank you so much. This was an at fucking awesome episode. Oh my god, I gave so much good stuff here. And I cannot wait to see what you guys do with all this incredible new knowledge bombs that I took from the playbook of grassroots guys. All right, have a good one. And again, remember to support your fellow Australians with the links below in this podcast episode. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to another badass episode of Mind Your Own Dog Business. If you haven't already subscribed, What are you waiting for? Oh my God, go and subscribe now so you don't miss out on any of our content packed dog business jam sessions, plus special offers that I'm gonna only be sharing with my amazing dog business entrepreneurial podcast listeners. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a five-star kick-ass review so more amazing dog business owners just like yourself can find us and start to transform and disrupt their businesses and their lives unapologetically. And if you feel so inclined, feel free to tag me on Instagram with a screenshot of this episode and holler at your girl. I'm at Dog at Coach. You can find me, Dog Coach, and I'll pop up and I'll give you a special shout out. All right, guys, till next time. Bye.